What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Yo, party people. It is Ashley of SingleWomanChronicles.com where being single is a beautiful choice rather than a miserable circumstance. And I have my lovely co-host. Hi, name, <laughs> I'm Brittany L. Smith. <laughs> I'm, I'm usually introduced, that's why. Oh, well, <laughs> when I say co-host, your cue, your cue, that's your introduction. Uh, I'll know next time, yourself. I'll know next time. This is fourth episode, you got, or is it third? It's the fourth. Four, exactly, you gotta, you gotta get I'm consistent with what I get, expect. Get to it. With the expectation, see? You gotta <laughs> be flexible with your expect- expectation, <laughs> like past the verdict said. Um... <laughs> What are we talking about? <laughs> Quick plug, season two of Sweet Magnolias comes out February the 4th, Woo! 2022. So very excited about that. Grab your resties, pour it out, because get ready for all the tea pew, spilling, pew, honey. Pew. It is going to be amazing. Great. Um, I really wish I had uh, somebody who was editing this video, then I would have all that sound <laughs> and confetti and you cheers, will pew, 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 pew. all of that thing. But yeah. So today, Brittany and I are both suffering from allergies. Allergies. That's the Do joy they you call get. It hay fever when it's like in the winter. Uh, they call it hay fever when you have hay fever. You do get like your allergies and stuff flare up, but you actually do get like cold sweats a little bit and some fever uh, temperatures and whatnot. But... I have hay fever adjacent. Okay. Because I thought hay fever was like winter allergies. But it happens during the summer, too. I don't know who told me that. Okay. I think Google. <laughs> I think I Googled one day that I had I had allergies and sinuses during the winter. And the search said I have hay fever. Mm. And I went with that. Mm-hmm. Just remember that. We, all, we always panic that way. Yes. We <laughs> always. This is the benefits of living in Georgia. <laughs> no, we always panic that way. If you Google an ailment. And then WebMD tell you you got the cancer. <laughs> You're just going to go straight to the left. You're going to go straight to you got the cancer. So probably not even that. Maybe like Ebola or something. Typhoid or. What is it? West Nile virus. West Nile. H1N1. You know. That is so crazy that that virus just popped up and then just went away. I mean, virus is like kind of cyclical, maybe, depending on who's talking. It popped up and went away. It's the government. 
it's the <laughs> I government. Be I it's be the government. COVID stuck. They said this one got to stick because they ain't believing these mosquitoes spreading. We're going to believe these particles out, out your mouth is spreading. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sorry for that tangent. Today we're talking about how fairy tales have ruined us. <laughs> fairy tales have ruined us. How what so, do dear friend? By this. Um, so, it's psychological that our brain wants to solve problems, right? Mm-hmm. Or our brain wants to find the answer to questions that we don't know. So if your parents don't tell you about dating, then you're going to find it somewhere else. And typically you're going to find it growing up in a fairy tale. Mm-hmm. Or you're going to find it in a book. Or you're going to find it on TV. Mm-hmm. And these stupid rom-coms that we grew up on. That we grew up on. Now right. y'all got the internet. and Not these ghetto semi-porns. These diet porns y'all growing up on now. It's not really that diet. Yeah, mm-hmm. these, these porns is getting mm-hmm. real, real strong. <laughs> But yeah, These television so, shows and stuff. So growing up, me, my mom never talked about talked to me about dating. So I learned through trial and error. But before then, I only thought like you had to be, you got the fairy tales like the princesses saved by a guy. And then you have these TV shows where they're showing like only women who have the good families. And they're the girl next door and they look a certain way. They get chose by the man, chosen by the man. Or if you do a certain thing and act a certain way, then the guy's going to choose you. And that was the narrative. But that's not the truth. <laughs> it's not the freaking truth. You could tell me how it ruined you because it ruined me. Um, uh, I would say I, I like it's just I mean, the same thing is just you, you work. You find somebody you like. Mm hmm. You express your feelings to them. Yes. What's supposed to happen is they too are supposed to realize their feelings for mm-hmm. you and you guys get together live yes. happily ever after. Or scenario number two, you like somebody. Yes. He doesn't like you. Uh-uh. But after all these quirky little mishaps. Yes. He realizes you are indeed the one for him and he comes around to you. None of those have happened for me. Or the horror movie where. <laughs> You're about to make people real upset. Where you play basketball for somebody's heart. <laughs> After years she and was... years of not being with anybody else. And he's engaged. He ain't stunning you. And then all of a sudden he hurt himself. And you pop up in the room. You about to cut a lot and of his people. man, I mean his new woman, his new fiance, Tyra Banks, is in there. And y'all is engaged. Engaged, engaged. And you come in and you realize he's still the love of my life. After chasing him. <laughs> And falling short with years of your life and y'all had the sex your first time was out on the grass. It was on the grass. Y'all call it romantic. I call it ghetto. <laughs> and you do the nasty, then I done went back. It just makes me mad. But anyway, <laughs> in the end, he ends up choosing you because you played him for his heart and you won. But this is only after chasing him for about 10 years. You want to know what that fairy tale ghetto is called? <laughs> Love and basketball. Some people and people have the audacity to your say DMs that that is their mad. favorite rom- romantic movie. That is not a romantic movie. But at the time when you watched it, when it came out, did you know then that it wasn't romantic? Or were, did you, as an adult, having lived experience, Sw- go back and watch it? Swear to God, I always had questions. Had questions as strongly as you do now? 
not as strongly, but I had questions. Something okay. didn't sit right with me. <laughs> Nothing ever sat right with me. The only thing I did, I thought watching that movie, like, I need to learn how to play basketball so I can have a love, too. Mm. <laughs> I think a lot of women went through that phase, like, people like I know me a lot of people I'm... who joined, who, a lot of girls who started playing basketball because of that movie. Y'all see what I'm saying? These stupid movies are ruining, ruining our lives. They are ruining <laughs> our lives. And I'm sick of it. And I'm tired. Even the songs we listen to. The songs is deep. The songs. Ooh. And there are like, some of the best songs <laughs> that still hit to this day. Let's not talk about escape. You're my little secret. That is not how we should keep it. What? No. She t- they in there talking about we in the same room and it turns you on? The Jezebelness. <laughs> the Jezebelality. The Jezebelality. <laughs> <laughs> what? There are people what? who like still get off on that. Who still like. I was listening to Week in the car the other day. And I'm like, is this so problematic? Because you said you get so weak in the knees, you can hardly speak. You lose all control. So mm-hmm. you lost the self-control. And something takes over you. I think it's a demonic spirit. Oh, Lord. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and then what happened? And in the end, you said the cause and the cure is you. Both of them? <laughs> you should pray. You should pray. <laughs> you should pray. You should pray. You can't be bringing me. You, you, you can go with, you can tell me your songs and your opinions because I just. There's so many. I, I, I didn't write them down, but I know a classic favorite song of mine is TLC's Creep. Because oh. I like the song. But the mm. lyrics, mm. Ooh, problematic. I know my man, uh, um, I know my man is cheating on me, but I love him with all honesty. No, that's what it is. I love my man with all honesty, but I know he's cheating on me. Why are we still together? Sam Smith's, um, I know you're not, I know I'm not the only one. Oh. <laughs> and I know, and I know, and I, I know, just... and I know, and I know, and I know, <laughs> I know, I know I'm not the only one. He has done extensive research to know that there is someone else. Let's not. Great let's, song though. Let's not forget Ashanti. Baby, 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 baby. Get on my knees till they bloody red. That's what we doing. She might be that much in love. That's what we doing. If you, if he love you back, he's not going to make you get on your knees till you bloody red. <laughs> to they bloody red the only thing he should want bloody red is red bottoms that's true I don't uh, what sparked this topic for me is right now the Beyonce's internet is up and on <laughs> because for some reason Toby and Fat if you guys don't know who that is just google it they have their love story is going viral again, which is weird because they released it five, I think five or eight years ago. Yeah, it's been some some years ago. It's been a while, yeah. but it's called Twisted Love, I believe. Toby's concert, by the way, was five, 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 five. five. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm a fan of Toby. I was introduced to him as the man who loves fat with all his heart and all his soul. He always talks about the love and he's very vocal about the love, but very vocal fat is everywhere fat is in his music fat is on his ensembles where yes. he's in interviews fat is in the building wherever yes. he is the whole family it's a whole family yes. affair so we you know he presents that but the story and how it started was ghetto mm-hmm. and that's why they call it twisted love i would 
suggest that y'all go listen to it. Because mm-hmm. it's like five. I think I got to go to part five. Get to part five. Don't stop before part five. Go all the way through it. Yeah. And listen without judgment. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of people are listening with judgment, but you should listen without. But long story short, he wasn't feeling her at first. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he was very vocal about the lack of feeling her. He was very to vocal. her face. To her face. Not to like other friends and stuff. He's just like, yo, I'm not really, not, I'm t- too fat. I'm not feeling you like that. At all. Period. I don't like how you look. <laughs> he, he said it. He did. He did say that. I don't like how you look. He's like, that's not the vibe that I have envisioned for my mind, for my wife. No, my wife cute. You not. And that's a lack of fat. Fat is fire. He says she wasn't like how she looked. She didn't have a glow up yet. Is what he said. Oh, the glow, it didn't kick in? Yeah. No. But she, she said fire. in her mind, she knew this was her husband. Mm-hmm. So she was like going, she basically kind of like went after him and was very patient. And because he didn't want her, she became the friend. Mm-hmm. She became the best friend. And he would always have her around. And eventually he like caught feelings for her. They got in a relationship. Yes. Don't after- forget that point. Like that was still around. They were cool. They were friends. Toby was still very adamant. You are not the girl for me. You are not the one I want to be oh. with. You are not it. But we're going to be friends. And let's not say this wasn't a few months. This was years. This was years. She said like three to five years. Mm-hmm. This happened. Over the time. Over time. Three to five. Okay. That's the, that's a sentence. <laughs> that's basically like homegirl in the basketball movie. That's a sentence. <laughs> If you ask me, (laughs) you might as well just go lock yourself up. But anyway, so eventually he, he sees her, gets in a relationship with her. Then says, nope, still ain't it. Breaks up with her again. He's like, I I think we need a break. And by break, I mean, I don't want to be in this. And you should go do what you got to go do. (laughs) I'm going to do what I have to go do. Paraphrasing. But, um, and she's still stuck around after that. See, it would have been done for me because, you know, I block Queen. Well, it's- no, because they said, let's take a break. And so he's like, oh, let's go take a break. Da, da, da. And she went home to see her family. He, mm. She came back thinking now we're about to be together. And oh, he yeah. was like, yeah, this, this is no for me. Let's break up for real, for real. Right. She was heartbroken. Heartbroken, but still remain his friend. Let me tell you, you can friend these nuts because I'm not <laughs> doing it. I'm blocking you off of everything. Like, I cannot. This woman, the the patience that Fat has is amazing. Mm-hmm. But she even says, like, to this day, looking back, she wouldn't have done it if it was her now. But right. she did it then. But, you know, that was that was her calling. That was, that her, was journey. Her, her journey. Right. But he wanted to be a friend. And she's like, all right, I'm going to still be his friend. But she said she stopped. She started dating again mm-hmm. and realizing these dudes out here are whack. So she still was thinking about this dude. He was studying her. <laughs> And then eventually, he started going out on dates and stuff. Still got fat as his friend. And his fr- he met up with someone, and they were like, you looking for this spark, but love don't look like that. And again, fairy tales have ruined us, because fairy tales tell us that you have this deep, passionate love where you can't see, and it's butterflies. I can't and eat. Sleep. I can't sleep. I can't think without you. And the people I talk to who have been in love for a long time always tell me love doesn't feel like that. It feels like safety. It feels like this. Too many times we think love is a roller coaster. We think love feels like up and down and in and out and ooh, ooh, and blah, blah, blah. That's toxicity, actually. That's very toxic. And, but again, fairy tales have ruined us because that's what we see. 
in these movies, in these TV shows. I'm not a fan of, um, I'm not a big fan of Sex in the City, but it just came back on and I, I didn't watch the series. I only watched the movies and like the newest one. I'm saying all that to say, I know that it took big a long time to realize Carrie was like it. Well, they went through a lot. I watched the series. They went through a lot. Exactly. That was not. And people were watching <laughs> that thinking, oh, I should go through that too. No, you Who? You really shouldn't. <laughs> Nobody. So back to Fat and Toby. <laughs> so they go through all this. Eventually he talks to his friend and he's like, listen, his friend's like, dude, you, you immature. You need to grow up. That's not what real love looks like. It's like this. You need to really look at what's in front of you because you got a dope chick, blah, blah, blah. So he looks and he realizes fast the one. Then he asks her, can I be with you? And she wasn't listening to it because she like, no, because you hurt me before. I ain't trying to hear this. And so he started a little bit, like, kind of get her back and just telling everyone. She wasn't telling nobody they were together. But, I mean, he would have had to buy me a llama. But, again, that's not my journey. That's hers. And so, as we know, they ended up engaged, got married. Mm-hmm. Now they're Toby and Fat. Right. There's a part in there, too, paraphrasing, of course, where where Fat did tell, not Toby told Fat years prior, you know, this wasn't the image of what I thought my wife should be, blah, blah, blah. And Toby mentioned that God had a real conversation with him. He's like, who are you to say who you need to have for the rest of your life? Who are you so big to know what you or what I've designed for your life? Um, Whatever Toby said specifically, you can go watch him say it. But having that conversation and definitely being humbled (laughs) by God, I just said, oh, yeah, you're right. mm -hmm, Yeah, mm, You're right. You might know who's best for me. You might know who my spouses to change his mind mm-hmm. about this person that he was so quick to write off and who is his number one mm-hmm. right now ride or die um partner in crime and literally in his performances in his music in his business in his in everything that he does mother mm-hmm. of his children um so you know they weren't then what they are now but how they build and have how they've gotten to this point is mm-hmm. crucial. Yes. So, um, the again, Beyonce's internet is is <laughs> in an uproar. in uproar, and all the comments are saying like, "I can't believe she's with him. She's stupid. Like, um, he doesn't love her. He's arrogant. He don't even want her." And blah 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 blah, and. I'm going to say this. If I would have saw this five years ago and not seen where they are now, mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure I would have judged too. I'm pretty sure I would have been like, ooh, ooh, this is cringy. But I see where it is now. So me, I can only believe that he has grown because I know people can grow. I know people can get to a place of maturity and grow in that love mature in that love but also mature as an individual and mm-hmm. understand i have a servant mindset i'm i'm humble now like i love my wife so i see that toby but a lot of people are holding him to the toby he was five years ago and to me i don't believe that's fair because every day people want grace people want others to give them grace if you make a mistake if you made a mistake 10 years ago, five years ago, you don't want to be held accountable for that mistake if you would actually change, right? Mm-hmm. But the internet is like, uh-uh, he's still that now. She's stupid, blah, 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 blah. But what? Because if y'all didn't know where they started, 
y'all would still be excited about them. So, bruh. I think in that regard is sometimes confirmation bias because y'all still in a toxic relationship and it hasn't gotten anywhere and he or she hasn't proposed. (laughs) So you still mad because people out here living their whole best healthy lives and you still in a toxic relationship. And I'm not judging because I too have been in many a plenty toxic situationships. I'm going to bring that up because I have and I've grown. But you feel like it's easier to, to clown somebody. Clown somebody. Yeah. To, and, say to like, ignore your personal one. Yeah. Because, to ignore your own personal mm-hmm. wounds and clown somebody is like, man, I'm going through that right now. And that's not at all how it turns out. That's not how it all it goes. And mind you, during this, the twisted uh, conversation that they were talking about, Toby and Fat themselves have, are literally telling people, if a guy says this, don't do this. If a girl mm-hmm. says this, don't do this. Yes. Because they are very, very aware that it is their journey. But also, I think that's something that's very important to their journey. Mind you, I don't know these people. They don't know me. Mm-hmm. Is that both of them still had God in their lives. Mm-hmm. And I wholeheartedly believe that <laughs> when God tells you something... How you get to that something is going to look really crazy. Mm-hmm. And most of the time may not make sense. So that's why I'm connecting fairy tales of Rolandas. Because I believe that a lot of people are biased in their mind because they feel like something has to start off perfect for the relationship to be perfect. When that's not the truth and that's not the case in a lot of relationships. You don't know how people started. You don't know the journey they took to get to where they are. You just want where they at, but you don't want the humble beginnings they got to get there. And that's why we have to be careful because a lot of people envy fat. A lot of people are like, I wish that was my man because her his DMs be blowing up. And she be in the DMs too. She be in the DMs like, hi, in I'm his fat. DMs answering <laughs> for him. Exactly. He's a very faithful guy. Yes. He's very um, vocal about being faithful, which mm-hmm. is something we do not hear. And at. he should be praised for. Exactly. Because these rappers now is, yo, your girl got a girlfriend. Got Bring a girlfriend. your best friend. Can we, like, what? I want some vibes. I, I want it crowded in here. <laughs> so, you know, he actually, he enjoys being faithful and he talks about like, you have to be faithful. But I feel like the issue with fairy tales and just getting this false narrative that everything is perfect has messed us up because we feel like if something isn't perfect in the beginning, then we shouldn't continue with it. And that's not always true. Mm -hmm. That's not always true. A lot of people be feeling like because something is rocky, Oh, that's the devil coming against me. No, a lot of the times it's growing pains. Exactly. It's, even Megan Good and Devon Franklin, if you hear their story, Devon didn't want Megan. Devon was like, uh-uh, she smokes cigarettes. I don't like that. Mm-hmm. And God had to speak to him and be like, hey, boy. <laughs> like, hey, hey, boy. What did I tell you? Hey, boy. <laughs> Chill out. Look at her heart. It's about her heart. It ain't about them cigarettes, even though I get it. <laughs> like, you can go in and maybe you can help her with them cigarettes. Right. But for now, just listen and pay attention to her heart. So I, I'm not saying we should suffer because again, I'm not fat. I would have blocked him. We wouldn't be together. <laughs> if it was me and my assignment, we wouldn't be together. 
Because I'm not going to be able to do it. Right. But at the same time, we have to stop judging people for their process and feeling like if it started that way, then that means that their love now isn't true. That's a lot. That it's a lot of people who love. And that's enough. I'm sorry. I'm talking to myself in my brain. That's a, <laughs> another thing. If that would have left and then him having grown because of the process he went through with her and then ended up with somebody else. The somebody else was going to get the treatment that she deserved because <laughs> she put in the work because at that point he was ready. What we have to understand, I just posted this. We got to stop believing that men get ready for a certain women or woman. No, if they're not ready, they're just not ready. But a lot of the times men get ready at a certain point and they just so happen to end up with a woman that's around when they get ready. And, and that's just what happens. So she just so happened to still be around. I wouldn't have been around. But <laughs> she would have been around. But what would have been crazy is if he got married and was treating a new woman right, her friends would have been like, oh, you stupid. You should have stuck in there. I think it's something like a little different from my mm-hmm. viewpoint and understanding of it. Me, I'm, I love fairy tales. I wholeheartedly am a hopeless romantic. You can't tell because I'm usually like, oh, don't touch me. Don't talk to me. Please just let me be in my peace. I know. But I firmly believe in it. Do I think that a guy coming up to me being nice is going to automatically get my phone number? Absolutely not. Getting my phone number is like, I don't. I don't give my phone number out. You could get the nuclear codes to the nearest (laughs) nuclear bomb a lot easier than you could get my phone number. I'm working on it. Jesus is great. Um, But I still do believe in love. I still do believe in those connections and the right one. And Toby, at the point of his life where he said that, you know, like God is making me ready. I'm getting ready to be there to want my wife. He, they were at a party and he had plenty of women to choose from who weren't fat that he so vocally chose from, you know, vocally said, I don't want to choose you. And he had beautiful women, women that were what he thought was his type, women that he could have easily talked to. And he was like the whole night, I just wanted to talk to fat. I just wanted to like chill with her. And, you know, and through that, the Lord works on him, blah, 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 the end of the story. But like, that's usually how God works on us is like, God, these are my things. I want this and this is what it looks like. And it has to come. And God's like, okay, but here's the thing. And that's not really good for you anyway. And let me work on this. And also, didn't you? Yeah, you're right. Mm -hmm. I forgot about that. And God just kind of shapes your mind, shapes your heart so that you can be in alignment to wanting what God wants for you. And what is best for you that way so that your eyes can be open and your spirit can be open to what is the best. Not chasing people who do not deserve your time or do not respect you because people will be very blatant about disrespecting you and not care about you or your faith or your body or your mind or your anything else. Okay. But steering the course and focusing on you and God's relationship will actually help a lot. Pick out who your mate is. Speaking to the people who don't have a strong relationship with God, <laughs> because I know I have different followers. Some do, some don't. Um, the practicality of that is, um, if that's not what you believe, if you don't necessarily believe that God sends your mate, because a lot of people don't, um, and that's fine. The moral of the story is, 
just because something starts rough doesn't mean that it's going to end the same way. Mm. But at the same time. Or that it won't work. Right. But at the same time, you have to use wisdom if you don't use nothing else. Because I believe that Fat and Toby still would have ended up together, even if she stood stepped back and didn't pursue him. But I feel like a lot of what she ended up enduring was because she was prematurely going after him. Mm, because he, right, he wasn't ready. He just wasn't. And it took three to five years, because I can't remember how long they said it was three to five, but for him to get to a point of readiness. And he would have still picked her because they were meant to be together. But I think we can avoid a lot of that ghetto-ness <laughs> if we just focus on ourselves and building what we got going on and stay in our own lane and leave these folks who tell you blatantly that they don't want you, i.e. love and basketball, Omar X, you alone. <laughs> and eventually it'll come together. Mm-hmm. But well, I don't want to be in a relationship with you, but you cool. You could stay. We're not doing that either. No, <laughs> absolutely We're not. We're not doing that either. But to tie back into the lessons here, it's, I I believe that, um, well, she said that she's a hopeless romantic. I too am a hopeless romantic, but we are hopeless, hopeless romanticism. <laughs> I'm just making um, up words. Romanticism. Today, huh? <laughs> romanticism today, honey, is different because. I've coined the phrase that she has said, happily ever reality. Mm -hmm. Because growing up, I was not the girl who had the high school boyfriend. I didn't have the the college boyfriend. Nor I. I didn't even have the adult um, (laughs) (laughs) boyfriend, right? (laughs) So I always was waiting for the fairy tale, the the TV show. No, that understood me. Where Mm -hmm. you weren't chosen. Mm -hmm. Where, because... At some point, I thought something was wrong with me because I'm watching TV and everybody's getting chosen, but I'm not. So I'm like, it got to be me. I'm the common denominator. I'm the common denominator. (laughs) So I value TV shows like Insecure so much because they show you the reality that it don't always work out like that. Sometimes you fall in love with somebody and they have a baby on you. (laughs) That's the truth. Sometimes you fall in love with somebody and they just not it. And it don't work. And the time is off. Maybe could y'all end up together? Could y'all not? Whatever. But I was looking for. take you different places. Exactly. And I know in my own writing, Shameless Plug and Single Woman Chronicles and Atlanta Love Story, kind of, I was writing for the woman to be seen who wasn't chosen. I wanted you to know that it ain't your fault. A lot of the times it's not you. It could be some blind spots you have to work on and you can work on while you're single, but it's not always like that. It's not always happily ever after. Cause let me tell y'all something. I know a lot of people right now who got married young. Mm. A lot of them are already divorced. Mm -hmm. They're headed for divorce Mm -hmm. because I heard somebody say the reason happily ever after ends at the wedding day is because the work begins when you get married. Mm -hmm. Okay. So we have to stop thinking like we have to rush and there's this timeline and there's this thing that we have to do in order to have the fairy tale ending, the happily ever after like, no, this is happily ever reality people. Yeah. (laughs) In the real world, dating is ghetto. (laughs) 
being in a relationship can get ghetto sometimes. Yeah. And marriage can get ghetto. <laughs> Not saying that you should endure something that is traumatic, but just understand that it's not perfection. Right. My friend said she's uh she's married. She said the wedding is the easy part. <laughs> everything else after that is work. So why everybody thinking like, let's get to the wedding and everything will be fine. Or using marriage as a way to fix problems. Can we stop? Or babies. Can we stop? Or babies. These kids didn't ask to be here. They did it. Y'all know how much they care but about? You... That should be birth control enough, really. It's highway robbery. I just, it's so expensive. But like thinking that, you know, you're going to have kids to keep a guy. Let me tell you the three things that's not going to keep nobody, man or female. A baby, Mm -hmm. a marriage, Mm -hmm. or a threesome. Okay, people? Mm -hmm. Could you stop? (laughs) Could you stop? That's not going to make. It's going to keep the relationship. It's not going to fix a relationship. It's called a bandage. It just puts a little bandage on the cut. The bandage don't heal the cut. It just covers it. It just covers Remember it. Remember that? Some of y'all still bleeding up under that exactly. bandage. Exactly. The blood's still but. underneath that. It still ain't healed. Y'all got to dig up under there. Get into the root of it. Get into the root of it. Cleanse it. Get into it. the root of it. Get into the root of it. Okay? But, yeah, I feel like I've been talking a lot, so you can go. <laughs> you, just, you started a whole sentence. Oh, no. That was my feel like. Um, I just wanted to let you know that, um, even through us talking about it and talking about their journey, it still ties back into self-love and self-worth and to continue to love and choose yourself and choose healthy for yourself. Everybody's story is different. Everybody's path is different. And it's not just about relationships with romantic, our friendship is a relationship and we've had some rough times. You were quiet during this time. You said it's my turn to talk. <laughs> it, it are even in our friendship. It's it's gone through a lot of things, and there are times where we were like, "Is this it? We just not gonna be friends anymore?" Or what is beyond that? That service is the question, and we've both had to work on ourselves individually and work on our friendships together, and. Voila, magic, here we are. Um, so there are different things and different processes, but one thing that's very, very important is that it shouldn't feel toxic. It Mm-mm. shouldn't be extreme. It shouldn't be, I'm going to hit below the belt mm-hmm. and cripple your worth, your inse- you know, tap into your insecurities. There are things about me that Ashley knows that many people don't know that she could destroy me with. There are things about Ashley that I know that would take her out if I said it, you know, like just in a second. And choosing not to do those things is with, choosing not to do those things is one love. And choosing not to be in a relationship where people dig at you and throw that, those kind of hurtful things at you are things that you should aspire to. Because you can have, differences you will have differences Mm -hmm. but how do you get past that how do you get through that even though you know this is something that you both still want in friendships in business relationships in romantic relationships so it's just that goes to the point of saying like just because something's tough doesn't mean you throw it away but also just because something's tough doesn't mean you keep it if it's hella toxic so so also um because i I want you to get an understanding because if you don't have anything to draw from, then what? Because right now we're in a day and age of where sitcoms are gone, 
like for the most part, but then you have reality shows. And these reality shows have romanticized toxicity. High key romanticized. And these rap relationships as well, Danny Lee the baby, um, Lil Baby and uh what's her name? Jayla. Jada. That's it. I got it. Um, and a lot of these other, like, they make cheating has been normal normalized. Mm-hmm. Um calling folks out their name has been normalized. Mm-hmm. Having kids just to have kids has been normalized. Mm-hmm. And and it's like, if that's your example that you see set, please go and talk to some old heads. For real, for real. You gotta get your wisdom from somewhere because again, your brain is gonna solve this problem. Your brain is gonna figure it out. This is normal. And usually we're gonna do that. By looking at what's surrounding us, if everybody around us got ghetto toxic relationships, that's what we're going to pull from. That's the examples we're pulling Mm -hmm. from. If our parents had a bad relationship, that's what we're going to pull from. Mm -hmm. If the TV tells us the relationship sucked, then that's what we're going to pull from. No, go look at people who have peaceful, happy relationships. I feel like that one takes more work because those relationships are so low-key. That's what I'm Nobody saying. You got to go ask them. somebody, listen. Nobody go, talks about them. There are no cameras. Go talk to Barbara at work that been with her husband for 67 years <laughs> and see what she got for you. Miss Barb. Exactly. Uh. <laughs> go watch a TV show with Michelle and then them. Go go watch some uh, interview with Tamala Mann and David Mann. <laughs> something. <laughs> something because you have to pull it. Or like read books. Like read books. Some freaking thing because there has to be a happy medium. You can't think, because I joke all the time about, like, I hate these happily ever after rom-coms because they're lying. But at the same time, I still have hope that the love exists that's for me. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I still have that happy medium. I just don't believe the hype <laughs> all the time. So when I see people coming for, like, Toby and Fad, I'm like, okay, I get it. But at the same time, look where they are now. Why can't we give them grace and praise them for how far they've grown? We I do. They're awesome. Right. We automatically want to jump to, uh-uh, but then they blah, blah, blah. But then if she broke up with him, then y'all be calling her crazy for divorcing him. Like, and low-key trying to get at Toby. We can't. You can't please the media. <laughs> you cannot you please, please Al Gore's internet. <laughs> you cannot. But, yeah, you just have to pull your wisdom and your values from other places and entertainment is great but i feel like we take it too far sometimes like it shouldn't be what you model your life after but if that's all you see exactly it's unfortunate i i turn the tv off read a book i went to high school i'm from miami born and raised in the county of dade and um there was this guy who was like came to our school i don't remember where he came from before he was i don't remember where he came from but he's like I've never seen a black person before outside of television. Ooh. And this was like when all the reality stuff was starting to pop off. So, um, you know, uh, Housewives of Atlanta mm. was starting to come out. Love and Hip Hop was starting to come out. New York, I think they were starting another city. And um, don't ask me what year this was. Well, I was in high school. This Whatever. Like but this was six, reality TV. So I don't four. remember. It, yeah. Oh, four. It, something. But reality TV was starting to pop. And so maybe not the housewives and everything else that I just said. Cause yeah, it was but he was, pop, New York. Oh, but he was saying like he, when he saw Flavor love, probably, 
So when he saw black people in high school for the first time, he thought that we all acted like how it was on TV. And so he would say some off the cuff things like, wow, you're so you're so like calm and you're so nice and you're so well spoken. He didn't know that he was being ignorant. We had to we did that conversation, sat down, talked about it later. But he told me he's like, I've never met Mm -hmm. or seen any black people where I'm from because he was always homeschooled up until high school. So all his people and his culture were, you know, um, that. And so it was a real eye opener. So some people are exposed to healthy anything. Some people have never seen it. If all you have is TV, if all you have are the folks around you and they are not, you know, in any kind of healthy situation, you don't know that there's different. And you know what's crazy, too? Um, The Internet. Google takes your bias and feeds you things in that bias. What I mean by that is if you voted for Trump, the internet is going to, the algorithms are going to shoot you everything in support of Trump. You're not going to see anything bad. He does. If you voted for somebody, if you are like pro-life, you're going to see all pro-life, like the algorithms got us messed up and it's got us believing certain things. And our, um, what is it? Our psyche. Our perspective is our reality. Mm-hmm. So what your perspective is, is what you're going to think. But this, I'm talking to all the people who are very narrow-minded, mm-hmm. and that's not a um, an insult. This is just for you to open your mind and, and understand that there's a world bigger than you out there. There's a world bigger than TV out there. Honestly, the stuff we see on TV, that's only a very small percentage of how the world really truly is. Yeah. So you have to go outside of your comfort zone in order to get true wisdom and true knowledge of what this life is truly about. And you got to dig values that are deeper than just in relationships and just getting money together. Cause you know, everybody want to be a power couple, bruh. I'm so tired of that. Bruh. I'm so tired of that. Bruh. What, so... Bruh. Then what, what y'all doing powerfully? What, what what y'all doing? Wearing J's together, wearing red bottoms, having matching cards. Then what? Are y'all actually changing the world? Are y'all actually advancing the culture? Do y'all even like each other? Do y'all? For real, for real. For like, what are y'all doing? <laughs> are y'all even going out here mentoring other young couples? Like, what what does power couple mean to you? Right. Then what, bruh? If you're not together, does that mean neither one of you have power? Is one more powerful than the other? I'm confused. <laughs> We all confused, <laughs> but like going back, you know, to God and these are for, listen, you believe you don't, whatever, but you know, God put us on earth for a purpose and whoever you marry should be your purpose, purpose partner, your helpmate, your helpmate to make change in the world. And change could be so small. It could be you talking to a little girl next door who has no hope and giving her sandwiches and stuff. Cause Maybe her mom don't have the money or don't be at home. She's a latchkey kid and having her come over to your house and you're helping out for free. You know what I mean? It's like little stuff like that. But be purposeful. Don't just be shallow because the world is telling you, you know, the only way to be a power couple is to look like it, but not actually be doing nothing (laughs) out here stealing from the community. Or the only way to have success is to be in a relationship, no matter how toxic. It's dumb. Like, Ridiculous what? to me. Man, listen. Because there's a lot of people who fulfill their purpose. Oprah, single. <laughs> like, and look, a lot of our powerful black women are single, single. 
Because I really want Tracy Ellis Ross' closet. That's a powerful closet. I do want her closet. I can't fit none of it. I'm coming to Kelly Rowland's closet next. Listen, if y'all buy me a Christmas gift, I wear a large in Tracy Ellis Ross's closet. <laughs> if, if y'all want to get me anything, tell her, holla at me. Right. Holla at Tracy, me. this is for you. But if you're but, doing any donations. But yeah, I feel like we went on a lot of tangents. But the moral <laughs> of the story is, I feel like um, I say fairy tales ruined us just as a title, but it's really just to encompass like all the things that are going into our eye and ear gates. We have to really uh, discern what to take in and what to leave. And we have to be very non-judgmental with what we receive because listen, it's great to look at certain relationships and be like, I would love to have a relationship like that. You don't know how they started. You really don't know what they're doing right now. <laughs> it's great to have that. But at the same time, what do they say? Eat the meat, spit out the bones. Sometimes we have to give these people grace for living their life. For example, right now, they call it Jada a bald-headed hoochie. They calling that woman a bald-headed hoochie. <laughs> but just two years ago, this was the relationship the couple y'all loved. We got to give these people grace just because right now in their marriage stuff is coming out. That doesn't mean that the whole marriage sucks. It just means the pieces that we disagree with might be a little ghetto, but just like your relationships, everything you got in yours, probably ghetto too. <laughs> so it's just happily ever reality. Like it's not going to be perfect, but you got to fight for something. Mm-hmm. Don't fight for the toxic. Like Brittany said, Don't. but I feel like that's where people spend their most energy it's keeping them toxic like you could use that energy on yourself bettering yourself it. i'm going to have my homegirl lacy come on lacy is my age i'm 32 i think yes oh, i forget my age sometime it gets all jiggled up in there she's been with her husband for i think eight years the reason i love her marriage is because they argue about regular marriage things they're not arguing about infidelity they're not arguing about being broke. Whose baby is this? They're not arguing about outside babies. They're not arguing about threesomes. They are not. It is about keeping the spark after you have two kids. It is about being romantic, how to plan dates around a busy, hectic schedule. Communication. Communication. Feeling wanted. Regular marriage stuff. Not cheating. Can we stop thinking cheating is a part of relationships? It's not. really not. It's it is really not. not. It is not, people. It is not. It's not. It's not. And y'all probably, that heifer don't know because she been single. Yes, I have. And that's the reason why for most of it. Because when I, listen, any inch that I feel like you going to cheat on me or you have cheated, bye. I'm not, because we're not married. I don't have to stay here. No, I have no. Okay, listen, I'm going to head out. I am LeBron James in that press conference with that man bag. How he got up expeditiously, that is me. Chop down Play the stairs. Play with it if you want to. Uh-uh. Grab my bag I, and I go. I have mastered the art of being by myself. So I will just be over here by myself. Not being cheated on. Not being cheated on. Sleeping like a... A, a baby on a cloud. <laughs> I sure will be. Honey, I'm going to get this sleep. Peacefully. What? She said a baby on a cloud. Sure did. I'm done. <laughs> Not a baby on a cloud. Yes. 
I'm sleeping peacefully knowing that me and myself and I are faithful to one another. Yes. And we do not have to worry about who is tearing us down. Yes. Because of somebody else, this, that, and the third, or whatever. And and I just posted about that, just about how, like, in order to demand or in order to be encouraged to not be cheated on, and, and this might sound crazy because it's a lot of women who've been cheated on so much that they believe that everyone cheats, and that's not the not truth. True. Um, but in or in order to get that encouragement back, you have to learn to be committed to yourself first. A lot of us aren't committed to ourselves. A lot of us break promises to ourselves. Mm-hmm. I've we, done it. We'll have a schedule and we won't wake up on time. We'll be working out and we'll just fall off. We'll have an assignment or a deadline and we'll miss it. You can't break those commitments to yourself because when you start doing that, you allow other people in your life to do it as well. So you have to learn to be committed to self before you can demand or be confident that others can be committed to you as well. Mm-hmm. And that starts with you. It does. Okay. Because I've noticed people who have experienced infidelity, they don't be their self-control or like their commitments. They break, break those a lot to themselves. And it's like, okay, this is a pattern that started with you. Mm. And the women who are stern on their schedule and all that stuff like that, usually, typically, I wish you would cheat on them. <laughs> Even if they stay, you're going to pay. <laughs> it's going to be rough. It's going to be rough. Like that lady in the movie theater. <laughs> you could not. Tell, tell the story. I was, we were, I forget what movie we went to go see. And there were these two beautiful black ladies, older, sitting next to me. And let's say their names were anime and gertrude i don't know why this is the name of the guy i don't know i don't know the i'm so sorry to this lady names. the oldest names um so gertrude was just listening to anime talk and she's like mm, honey i remember that let's say uh peter the peter peter he done found himself somebody else and he thought i didn't know so one day he came over and i was dressed real nice and I told him to sit on the bed. What he didn't know was that I poured gasoline all around the bed before he got into it. Y'all, I'm not making this up. This is really a live story happening whilst I'm sitting here in the movie theater listening to these previews. Ashley's in the bathroom. I'm like, this, who is recording this? So anime keeps talking and she has her man sit on the bed and she starts asking questions to him about who is this? Have you heard of such and such? Such and such talked to me and she told me you were with this other lady. He's like, nah, baby, nah. No one compares to you. All of this stuff. And she's like, oh, you think so? This woman, according to her, she says she lit the match of <laughs> and let that whole bunch of lighter fluid around the bed. She said he's sitting there on the bed screaming, wondering what's going on, and the flames are just going, looking like he's about to burn in hell. He didn't die, but he could have. <laughs> I said, man, is this an arson confession that I'm hearing? Uh, what is happening? No, because he didn't die, <laughs> but, but he, he could have. <laughs> <laughs> and so her friend was just like, hmm. I understand, girl. And I just, 
I understand too. I anime, I get it. You, you, you know, you just don't expect to hear stories like that. I get it. In public. No, I wish I was there <laughs> to hear it. I wish you were too. Oh my god, that was just a beautiful story. That was a great story. I just uh, highly problematic, but a great I story. I don't care to that, that punchline at the end. He did he die. die, but he could have. Sorry, I'm burping all in my mic. <laughs> y'all, when y'all turn thirty and up, um, for anybody listening, your burps don't respect you. They don't. Your burps just come when they want. They don't <laughs> warn you. You know, like when you you young, your burps, you be like, oh, burp coming, burp. No, not no more. It could be in the middle of a conversation. Your mouth could be wide open and it just come out your throat and you have no control over it. It's just, I'm here. I don't respect you. Okay. So, yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> you know what I was thinking about? This is like are. a really a TMI conversation, but I'm going to say it anyway. For those, like, I've been single for so long. Um, I just wonder, what do you do with your farts when you're, like, in a relationship? Have them text you back. I, I don't know. Your farts? No, I mean, your followers. I don't I don't Farts. Know. Yes. Farts. When you're in a relationship. I'm not in a relationship. I don't know. Oh. That's why I'm like, like let them talk to you back. I don't know. What, what do, do you do with your farts? Because I don't understand. Like, do you just fart in front of him? Like, do you say, oh, I'm sorry, baby. Let me go in the bathroom. Like, what do you do? Especially in married couples. Let me marry What do you do with you your farts? I don't know. Somebody tell me. What do you do with your farts? I've never farted in front of a guy. Like Nor out I. out loud. She ain't never gonna fart in front of her dude. He gonna have to walk <laughs> in. He gonna have to come in after she done had some dairy or something to be like, Oh, I know it. I knew you put it. I I'm allergic to farted. dairy. <laughs> I knew you did. He gonna be like, she gonna I can picture he her as Whitley in different worlds when she woke up in the morning, brushed her teeth, and sprayed stuff, and put a little makeup on, and woke up like. I've done that once. Yeah, I've done that for a person who wasn't worth it, but I did do it. I don't snore. I did that once, but I do sleep with my mouth open. I don't snore, and either. sometimes I slob. So that's what they're gonna get. Take you as you are. Take me as I am, but I don't snore. You don't. That's great. That is That's great. amazing, right? Snoring is rough. She Jesus. don't snore either. I don't. And I feel sorry for people that snore because they ain't got nothing to do with them. Like, it's not their fault. Yeah, but then they're sleeping peacefully while the person who up. has to endure the snoring is you up. Are up. I, too, want my REM sleep. Yes. I. So, how... Mm. You know what's funny? The relationships that I have had that lasted briefly. I've never dated someone long-term who snored. Hmm. God knew what was up. <laughs> ain't gonna be able to do it cause I've dated guys who did snore like oh, it was one guy who snored and it sounded like he was chewing that's I literally he would be sleeping I used to be like what is he chewing that's 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 <laughs> he needs to see somebody about is he that chewing? you have a, it was just let's, let's it'd be like a <laughs> He needs to see somebody. I hope you are. Listen, you might need surgery. Got a new girl now. I don't know. Ain't none of my business. I hope she takes him to the doctor because I ain't none of my business. Ain't none of my business, (laughs) I.e. Because yeah, but all right. I know we went on a lot of tangents. I'm sorry. Uh, We'll be back next week. Bye. Bye. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. 
And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.